there's a new strain of COVID in Southern England, and it's even more contagious. Rihanna is sporting a mullet, and we are here for it. And we're talking to Laura J. Nelson about rich people trying to pay for a COVID vaccine ahead of schedule. The date, December 21st, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock. Casey, mm-hmm. I have sad, sad personal news today. It's actually not that sad, I'm just being dramatic. But my news is I woke up today and I did not have superpowers. And I'm just really, really confused because the Zach. internet told me every black person was getting superpowers today. And I'm, I don't, I'm not powerful. Listen, I am here because I follow astrology TikTok very closely. Don't worry Full powers won't officially manifest until the 25th. You have four days. <laughs> four days is the buildup? It's the buildup. You're going to start to feel more energy now, but don't worry. It's going to keep going. That's what one TikTok woman told me. <laughs> That's insane. And what makes me really annoyed by all of this, because I was enjoying it, uh, all this kind of dreaming that we were going to be able to fly today as like a fun <laughs> reprieve of how awful the world is. But I've had a headache all day. And I'm like, is yes. this my superpowers manifesting? Like, I <laughs> like, is it coming? Is that what's about to happen next? Listen, my I know just... that I'm easily susceptible to all of this, but <laughs> I also had a headache and neck pain leading up to this. And this is actually saw it with my own eyes. But yesterday I did go outside to see the two planets getting closer together and now today they're in alignment jupiter and saturn yeah there we go well maybe that's we're all about to have migraines together but there's also reports that the pandemic is just giving people more migraines so whatever who knows okay zach it's time for today's top stories what have you got for us all right so after months and months of waiting we finally got a new stimulus package here's senator chuck schumer with the most backhanded compliment of the deal i will be the first to admit that while this short-term deal is necessary to meet the urgent and growing needs that so many people are facing immediately going into the winter, this bill is not sufficient. It is necessary. It is not sufficient. Democrats would have liked to provide more relief, especially to state and local governments, and especially to American families on the brink of financial collapse. For those confused about what's in the stimulus package, this is how it breaks down. The deal is worth a reported $900 billion and includes checks of up to $600 per person. This covers child dependents, too, so a family of four would get $2,400. Congress is also extending federal unemployment benefits of up to $300 per week, and that could start as early as December 27th. Finally, the stimulus also extends the eviction moratorium by one month. Meanwhile, we might have multiple vaccines for COVID-19, but there appears to be a second mutated strand in Southern England. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said there was some good news, but also some not great news for this new strand. There's no evidence that it causes more severe illness or higher mortality, but it does appear to be passed on significantly more easily. Nerve tags early analysis suggests the new variant could increase the R by 04 or more, and although there's considerable uncertainty, it may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. 
That higher transmission rate caused Britain to go into an extremely strict lockdown for Christmas, and at least 27 countries have placed travel restrictions to and from the UK because of it. Zach, I'm going to be honest, I will not talk more about this mutated strain because I cannot take that on right now mentally, okay? So what I am going to talk about, which I also can't take on mentally, but I'm going to because it's so outrageous, is the $600. And I'm sorry. And extending the eviction moratorium by only one month is wild to me because people are still massively in debt on on the rent that they've not been able to pay. Yes. That's what's so confusing here is that we as a country are telling Americans to increase your debt load with no pathway to bringing in meaningful capital to offset the debt that you've gathered. You know, some people, like very wealthy people, can take on a bunch of debt and then they pay it off because they have enough cash coming in. But these people are dealing with, like, most Americans are dealing with, like, no savings, no access to new capital, no new jobs, no nothing. And what you're saying to them is, oh, you can just get more debt. You're welcome. This is, it is wild. It it does make no sense. And then we have Nancy Pelosi saying that this $600 will be meaningful to working class families. It's something, but it's not nearly enough. And no, it doesn't make a debt. At the end of the day, it does not make a debt. So that's not the truth. Yeah, if you just do like basic averages, let's say the average American family has an $800 rent a month. That's like lower than the average, but $800 per the past, what, eight months we've been in this? That's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of back payments that you have. And $600 is barely a dent in that. So mm. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> this is not enough. There needs to be more money. As we know, uh, President-elect Joe Biden is calling this a down payment in his mind. So we will see what happens after January 20th. But right now, this is not enough. All right, Casey, get us up to speed on everything that happened in the world of pop culture and entertainment over the weekend. Okay, well, I actually only have one story today, which I know is kind of boring, but it's what I have. Wait, I actually, I have something I want to give to the people. Oh my God, yes, please, please, Zach. All right. So it's actually two things. It's Rihanna and I'm... <laughs> Love how this is starting. <laughs> it's, re... right, it's actually two things. I lied. It's Rihanna and a mullet. And yes, Rihanna appears to now have one. She was spotted by a fan after flying home to Barbados, and she graciously agreed to take a photo with a fan at a gas station. Obviously, Rihanna was wearing a mask because of course she is. But she's also sporting what appears to be a fashion mullet. And since this is a podcast, I can't show it to you, but I need you to trust me that it looks good. And that if history has taught us anything about Rihanna being a trendsetter is I need you all to be prepared for 2021 because it is the year of the mullet, which I have been saying all pandemic. I have have been saying that. I, okay, Casey. So this is why people were not able to get access to haircuts. So that's one thing. So people's hair is long. Mine is not. As you can tell, it's very short. She cuts it herself. But the other thing is, with longer hair and also us having a 90s nostalgia moment, mullets were big in the 90s, like Brad Pitt when he was dating Gwyneth Paltrow, mullet. So I just saw this all converging at one time with like the fashion trends and the laziness, or not lazy, let me say lack of access to haircutting, and I knew the mullet was coming, and I am right because Queen Rihanna has proven me right. And I, I'm just, you're welcome, everyone. You are welcome. <laughs> Okay, one, I support you, so thank you. But two, if we don't have access to cutting, they're still cutting the front so that there's a party in the back. So I'm good. Okay, fair. Okay, fair. So people don't have access to professionals, so they're doing like really choppy things so they can see the front, but they can't see the back. And that's where the mullet comes from. Okay, but I do genuinely 100% agree with you that if Rihanna does it, then it is cool. So. 
Yes, 100%. <laughs> and she looks incredible. Incredible. Um, so anyway, she also took a private jet to Barbados, so no one worry. She was not on like a commercial plane with a bunch of people. She flew by herself with her staff. Great, great. Good for her. <laughs> okay, so I do have one story for you today, and that is that Ariana Grande is engaged to Dalton Gomez, her real estate agent boyfriend of just over a year. I did not know she had been in a relationship this past year. Anyway, she made the announcement in a very traditional manner by posting a series of pictures on Instagram of the ring, along with the caption, forever and then some. Also, for all those fellow conspiracy theorists out there, I'm just going to point out that her engagement announcement coincided with the release of her Netflix special last night. Not going to say anything else, just wanted to point that out. (laughs) I mean, people can read between the lines here. All I will say is an echo of Casey. I had no idea she had a boyfriend, period, at all. Which, you know what? I guess that's good for her compared to past boyfriends where it's just all in the public eye. But didn't she... Like, I have had zero boyfriends since she broke up with Pete <laughs> Davidson. Zero. And she's gone through, what, two engagements now? I, you know, and she's, what, in her early mid-20s? I mean, my girl, just enjoy the ride. Enjoy your 20s. Believe me, I did, and I single and unengaged, so... <laughs> You go for it. So she's one of these interesting cases, like celebrity or not, that I've been thinking about in this pandemic. I think that they got together in January or maybe things got more serious in January. But they're one of these people like if you started a relationship in January, February, you had no clue what was coming. And most people that just started out in that relationship, they choose to, you know, pod together, quarantine together because you don't want to be apart, etc. But that is quite a first year of a relationship. That's fast. That's fast. Also, how do you start a relationship with Ariana Grande? Like, this person's not famous. How does that happen? Like, that is, I have a thousand questions, but good luck to her. I'm happy for her if she's happy, and I support her. Yes. All right. When we come back, we're talking to Laura Jane Nelson about rich people trying to jump the line for a COVID vaccine. Stay right there. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. I'm Jake Halpern, host of Deep Cover. Our new season is about a lawyer who helped the mob run Chicago. We controlled the courts. We controlled absolutely everything. He bribed judges and even helped a hitman walk free. Until one day when he started talking with the FBI and promised that he could take the mob down. I've spent the past year trying to figure out why he flipped and what he was really after. From my perspective, Bob was too good to be true. There's got to be something wrong with this. I wouldn't trust that guy. He looks like a little scumbag liar, stool pigeon. He looked like what he was, a rat. I can say with all certainty, I think he's a hero because he didn't have to do what he did, and he did it anyway. The moment I put the wire on the first time, my life was over. If it ever got out, they would kill me in a heartbeat. Listen to Deep Cover on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Have you ever felt depressed about work, only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job, and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant, and I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy, so that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could. At Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. Yeah, actually, don't. Welcome back. With news of two new COVID-19 vaccines approved for use in the U.S., the government has mandated that the first to get it will be healthcare workers and nursing home patients, followed by essential workers and people with medical conditions. Then, finally, everyone else. But of course, some people that fall into the everyone else category aren't used to being treated like everyone else. We're talking about the extremely wealthy Americans that are trying to buy the vaccine. We're joined by Laura J. Nelson, who co-wrote the story, The Wealthy Scramble for COVID-19 Vaccines. If I donate $25,000, would that help me? For the LA Times. And I very much have to disclose that Laura is my roommate. (laughs) Good afternoon, Laura, from upstairs above me. (laughs) Yes, I'm coming to you live from two floors above your recording studio. (laughs) Hello, thanks for having me. (laughs) Okay, so Laura... Your article is so great and so infuriating. You talk to a bunch of doctors to find out if rich people are trying to buy their way to the front of the line. What did they tell you? So we spoke to um, primarily doctors who work in what's called a concierge medical practice, which is basically like the healthcare that everybody wishes that they could afford, where you have like a doctor who's on call 24 hours a day, someone who, top doctors in their fields, um, people who are able to come and make house calls and really give you kind of like white glove, top tier medical services for people who can afford that. And those types of doctors deal with patients who are typically you know, well-connected, wealthy, powerful, or for whatever reason, don't want to go to the main doctor's offices like everybody else. And they told us that they are being flooded with calls from patients who want to know, A, the same questions that we're asking our doctors, which is like, when do you think I'm going to be able to get it? And then B, how do you think I can get it faster? So what's the most outrageous offer you heard about while writing the piece? Um, my co-author, uh, Maya Lau, spoke to a concierge doctor who uh, has admitting privileges at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, which is, you know, one of the primo medical facilities on the West Coast. Um, and the most outrageous offer that this doctor could recall was a patient asking, well, if I donate $25,000 to Cedars-Sinai, will that help me get a spot in line that's, you know, further to the front? Wow. <laughs> Our faces right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, $25,000. Good for, okay, that's a number. That's a number we're working with today. All right, so you write in the article, quote, some wealthy patients may get the shot sooner than the average person because they are members of exclusive healthcare groups that offer the kind of high quality primary care most Americans can't afford. So does this mean that even if we follow governmental guidelines, the wealthy will still end up getting vaccinated first due to all of these things? It could. Um, there's, you know, two vaccines that are now going to be out in the marketplace. One is the Pfizer vaccine, which requires very cold storage in order for it to be effective. And the other is the Moderna vaccine, which is a little bit more kind of uh, available to the masses because it doesn't have that same cold storage requirement. Because Pfizer was the first vaccine to be approved and is now already filtering out to states across the country, but needs cold storage in order to be used, we think it's possible that good 
like kind of top tier expensive medical facilities will be able to administer this vaccine to their patients more easily because they're the ones who are able to purchase these ultra cold freezers in order to store the vaccine and use it safely. So these freezers can run like $5,000 a pop. And that's just like outside the realm of possibility for a lot of community clinics, even big hospital chains that haven't been able to start thinking about vaccinating non-medical workers first. So just the act of like being a member of a health facility that, um, has the resources to acquire these freezers and put all the pieces in place to begin planning for how the vaccine is going to be administered could help those patients get earlier access because their medical practices are able to put that legwork in Mm -hmm. at the beginning. You also mentioned there is some concern about a black market for the vaccine with doctors possibly skimming a dose here and there. Could this really happen even with all security and tracking measures the government has in place? One expert told us basically that she is never willing to underestimate the creativity of criminals in the United States, that wherever there is something that is in high demand and short supply, there are going to be people who are creative enough to find a way to make a market for that product. I mean, the scarcity of the vaccine makes it incredibly valuable. So we can't say for sure vaccinations have just started in the last couple of weeks, but experts say it's highly likely that there will be some form of black market. Now, whether that's like criminals holding up a truck that has the vaccine in it and then selling that vaccine, or whether that's maybe someone who runs a nursing care facility or someone who runs a hospital who skims a dose and saves it for a friend or a well-connected colleague, um, that remains to be seen. Mm. And do you know if the federal government is planning to kind of intervene in these potential practices by medical providers? I mean, we've seen a lot of uh, the government trying to protect rich people through the COVID relief bills. But is this a place in which we could see them actually doing something because it's such a dire, dire thing? Well, so far, the government is um, controlling this by buying all of the vaccine. So like right now, you're actually not able as a private medical provider or as just a patient like you or me or anybody else looking for a dose, you you can't buy one legally um, because the government is purchasing all of it. So the way that they're trying to handle the administration of the vaccine is by being the conduit for how the vaccine is distributed to the states. As more vaccines are approved by the FDA and as the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, as production ramps up and more of it becomes available, I think it will become more difficult for the government to keep a handle on each dose and how it's being used. So as time passes over the spring, I think it could get a little bit more challenging. But for now, they have a pretty tight lock on what's available and who's going to receive those doses. Well, Laura, thank you so much for coming on today to talk to us about this. We are going to be infuriated the rest of the day. Yes. Thank you for having and me. I will, and we'll see you later on in the kitchen. <laughs> yes, time for Bachelor later. <laughs> and Laura, please come back when you expose rich people who actually buy this, because we would love to talk about them. <laughs> I should say, if any of your listeners hear of anyone who falls into this category or any institutions or doctors that may be enabling these practices, uh, we have a form available on the LA Times website under my author page, Laura J. Nelson, where you can actually submit tips and information to us and we will look into it. So if anyone has heard of anything, we're all ears. Come on, Robin Hood's out there. Y'all can do it. You can do it. Well, Laura, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right. That's it for today. Be sure to join us again tomorrow. But remember, if 2020 was the business in the front part of the mullet, 2021 better be the party in the back bit. My God. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock in the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock.
This is Peacock. I love it! It's streaming your favorite shows, movies, live sports, breaking news, exclusive originals. It's The Office. That's what she said. Chrisley knows best. It's gonna be Todd's Way or the Highway. And Peacock original shows like Punky Brewster. Holy mackinoli. So whether you're in the mood for every live WWE pay-per-view or every episode of Law & Order SVU, Peacock's got you covered. Peacock, watch for free, upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. Hello, hello. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but my podcast, Checking In, has been nominated for the NAACP Image Award in the category of Outstanding Lifestyle and Self-Help Podcast. I'm grateful for the nomination. I, I almost didn't even do a podcast because I was just wondering, there are thousands of podcasts out there and why is my voice needed? But a nomination from the NAACP lets me know that um, I made the right choice. And I encourage you to do, don't worry if there are thousands of something out that you want to do. No, nobody has your sauce. So listen, you can still vote. Go to vote.naacpimageawards.net. You have until February 5th, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And please listen to my podcast. We're a part of the Black Effect Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for checking in. This season, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Let's go! See every snap from every game with full game replays. What a throw, what a catch! Listen to all the action as it happens with live game audio. Watch the dog, G! Leaping grab to Monte Adams! Plus, watch your team on your time with condensed game replays. Wow! Get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today.